We are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realize we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Welcome back to the Lab Doctors. So this week, we'll be talking about picky eating. So on today's episode, you, the listeners, are going to get to know us a bit better because I'll be asking everyone a series of questions, then I'll tell you about the research or the science, basically. Okay. Wait, you mean like there is research for every single type of food? No, 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 no. So a lot of the research done is like correlations to other things. So uh, it's kind of like a pseudo-experiment so to excited. see whether... Whether we fit into their population or we fit into the correlations that they found. Okay. So don't think too hard. First thought, best thought. So just answer. Okay, so there are actually two sets of articles that I found on Science Daily. And if we haven't hyped up Science Daily enough. (laughs) Okay, so basically there's childhood and adult picky eating. So there's two types. Um, Before we dive in, let's start with definitions. So, picky eating is eating a limited amount of food, rejection of novel foods, and strong food preferences. So, picky eating, or PE for short, is common during childhood and is often concerning to parents. So, okay, not the best experimental setup, but yes, we'll just go with the law of averages and hopefully you'll find something. Okay, we'll go in talking about childhood picky eating. So the first question is, are you a picky eater? Pick from low, medium, or high picky eater. So high means you are picky and low means you are not so. As in, we rank ourselves? Yeah, yeah I mean, all this is self-assessment. Oh, okay, so maybe we'll go Chao Yong Dorothy and then I'll answer last. Sure. Uh, I feel like I'm medium. Okay. I'm not too picky, but I'm very picky about the things that I'm picky about. Yes. Like onion. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So... Okay, medium. Uh, medium, medium. That will yeah. be your stance? Yeah. Do I need to keep track of my answer? Uh, you can or you don't. There's one set of questions you have to keep track, but other than that, you can okay. just go with the flow. So far. Sure. Okay. Okay, I'm definitely a high picky eater. You remember, like, there's this list of food trending in Facebook? Yes. And then it's like, how many of the food? do you eat? Yeah. But basically in the whole list of like maybe 40 foods, I eat like 10% of oh, okay, maybe, maybe slightly more. <laughs> 15% of it or something. As in, but I remember you clarified though, as in you said you were quite lenient with yourself and if you will kind of oh, yes. eat it. Yeah. If I'm very strict, it's like oh, 10%, I'm pretty sure. If it's like... <laughs> lenient like carrot then be like oh carrot cooked in jab curry okay I count <laughs> that I eat carrots yeah okay so I think I'm low picky eater because I sure. eat a lot of things so now we have medium high and low oh yeah okay great next question what is your biological sex um, female male female as well are you first born <laughs> or not happening? no just answer it honestly are you first born or not I feel like this is a psychological no. test that we took last week, but it's like not. Yeah, it kind of feels like it. No, 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 it's but not just... No, I am last born, last. Okay. I'm the middle. And the middle's mm. the first. No, I'm Ooh, not last. last. I have an oh my god, I forgot. Oh my gosh. I was going to say, oh, actually, I know the answers for most of these questions, but I'll ask it anyway for the benefit oh, of the listeners. I'm sorry, but I guess if you're listening, I completely forgot. Okay, Next question. Sorry. Okay, in your opinion, are you good at regulating your emotions? Absolutely not. <laughs> 
I would say I'm better than Zhao Yong. <laughs> I think I'm generally good at regulating my emotion, but I don't know. It's like a self-assessment that could be a... But I feel like it depends on what type of emotions also. You mm. know, like I can't regulate anger well, but I regulate everything else quite well, I would okay. say. Yeah, so maybe right? we're all mm-hmm. average. Yeah, okay. yeah, maybe, yeah. But, but I would just say absolutely not. Okay. Just in case. I'm fine <laughs> <Yes>. with that. <laughs> First thought, best thought. Okay, yeah. finally, the last question for this section is, are you prone to rapid exaggerated changes in mood? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, the example that they give is um uncontrollable, like laughter rage. or like sudden sudden oh. crying yeah or rage yeah so but it's very exaggerated changes it's something called emotional lability which i've never heard of but basically when i googled it it says rapid exaggerated mm-hmm. changes in mood so are you yeah, I feel like that's me okay i like laugh very quickly but i also fly into a rage very quickly <laughs> yeah yeah okay. he's like i would give him an eight an eight out of ten exaggeration <laughs> yeah yeah, I feel like that's fair. Yes. Okay, Dorothy. I think I am six out of ten. Okay. 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 So basically, all these questions were a demographic thing. So they just grouped everyone into low, medium, or high picky eating trajectories. Okay. But let's just simplify it to groups, and then they kind of assess whether it's associated with any of these population factors. Right, so it's a correlation study. Yeah, so certain characteristics have been associated with the persistence of picky eating, including being male, being the firstborn, having low emotional regulation, and high emotional lability, which is your prone to rapid exaggerated changes in mood. That's not me. (laughs) Uh, The thing about picky eating studies is there's not very standardized measures. Yeah. So take mm. all this with a grain of salt, but this is what the study says. Okay. Um, right. This study, I mean, it referenced other studies as well. So other factors for picky eating include coming from a lower income family or younger age. So this is in childhood. If the child is generally younger, they are more likely to be picky eaters and as they grow up, they tend to be less picky. Mm. Okay. okay. So picky eating was not associated with maternal age maternal race or ethnicity or even BMI in this paper so body mass index Mm. which is surprising but let's Mm. talk about BMI in the next section okay so next set of questions we're still in childhood picky eating so from what age do you think you were a picky eater (laughs) ever since I had memory I feel like three three or four probably yeah Dorothy? Same, same. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not a picky eater, so I can't really answer this question, so I will pass. Were your parents, guardians, or people who gave you food or regulated your food intake strict about food? No. Okay. I think. Probably It can be like, not. no medium or yes, I guess. Medium, medium. So, so they'll still ask me to try, but if I hate it, they won't force me to continue to eat it. Okay. Yeah. I would say no, because my mom Last time, like many years ago, like 20 years ago, she was also quite picky. So I guess it's like, my mother don't eat, so I can don't eat. <laughs> like she she understands the pains. Of- she, she, she has no position to force you to, because she doesn't eat okay. it herself. Interesting. Okay, last question. TMI, but if you're willing to answer, do you have hard stools? So are your shits hard? Basically. No, they are so f- so soft and annoying. You okay. have to go back to the stools episode. Uh, the best would be 
hot dog, dog, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would I would say definitely not at the hard side for me. Okay. Dorothy, do you have hearts too? Um You're like the I weirdest think, interviewer ever. <laughs> I think the most often is like the acceptable one, but once in a while like mm. but I feel like mine is more based on my water intake. Mm. Yeah. Rather than like vegetable intake, which is what people say to me. Mm. Okay. So picky eating apparently is established from age four, which oh, you all about, seem to oh. be around where yeah. you, you guys said. Oh, but the interesting thing is the more parents try to control or restrict their children's diet, the more likely the child is to become a picky eater, which huh. seems to not be the case in um, <laughs> both your experiences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I found very interesting. I was like, oh, that's... I, I would have thought parents who not let their kids be picky eaters would generally give... Wait, how do you say? Like, generally the kids will turn out less picky. I'm wondering if the picky eater would mean like, I want to eat the food that you have restricted me to. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. If that's the case, I think definitely... Okay. Yeah. It's like okay. you force me to eat vegetable, then all the more I'll be like, no, I want to eat potato chips or something. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Or like you don't let me eat like French fries. Mm. Right? Yeah. And yeah. then all the more I want to eat it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe, mm. maybe it's the that, that side rather than the flip, which is forcing you to eat everything. True, mm. true. Okay. So the good thing is that while some picky eaters have a lower BMI, most are still in the healthy range and not underweight. So this study is saying it's fine mm. if your child is a picky eater as long as they are healthy. <laughs> okay, but other studies have reported that picky eating is associated with low dietary fiber intake, particularly from vegetables. So there's usually the observation that there's an increased prevalence of heart stools among picky eaters. Right. Okay, I was thinking about this, right? And I'm like, the, the part about the BMI and how personally for me, whom I think I'm a picky eater, mm. I'm still in the healthy range. I just wonder if like our bodies get used to us and our diets throughout our lifetime. Like, if you eat a lot of sugary stuff, then maybe your body absorbs less sugar, like, more often. And then, like, on the rare occasion, you eat, like, vegetables and then they'll absorb, like, everything. Maybe. I mean, I think there's still a baseline that you have to hit. I mean, that's how I think it works. Yeah, but I mean, everybody's body is different, so it's very hard to say. Yeah, I, I would say if it is not too out of the norm, you know, it's like you're practically avoiding... A c- entire category of food, like let's say grains, like you completely forget to eat like rice or like completely don't eat protein. Yeah, then maybe that that would cause some big issue. But other than that, I think your body is capable of adapting to what you're given. Yeah, mm. I mean, like people grew up during the war and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's oh true. God. Like potato, yeah, and they still eventually grow up to be mostly fine, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Okay, before we move on to the next section, since we're talking about childhood picky eating, do you guys think that you can grow out of picky eating and what are some of the things that you used to hate but will tolerate now? So, okay, maybe I'll start. For me, I didn't used to like vegetables. Quite a Mm. lot of vegetables. Mm. But, I mean, now I'm... Maybe I still don't like the taste that much, but I'm motivated by it's good for me, so I will eat it. You can can turn completely vegetarian now, which is like crazy. Yeah, Mm. which I never thought. I mean, okay, but I wasn't a picky eater from the start, so I think it's fine. So, 
I always say uh, part of being an adult is knowing that some things are good for me even though I don't like to eat it so I will just eat it. Mm. So what do you all think? Um, eggs for me. Oh, what? So last time in yeah when I was very young so anything egg related or dairy related I absolutely hated. What? Um, I love eggs. Yeah, yeah. Even now like hard boiled I still can't really mm. take that. Um, mm. Soft boiled it depends on my mood. <laughs> <laughs> In general, I can still eat eggs. It's just that, yeah, in the past, I absolutely couldn't eat it. I don't know what changed, though. Wow. Just thought that it tastes nice. Yeah. I've never noticed. Mm, I think for me, it's mainly vegetables. I I think as you grow older, like what Amanda said, you just know what it, yeah, what will be good for you and then you have to force yourself to eat it. And like, I guess when you're older, you can also like learn to appreciate different cooking styles and then, you know, you choose what is nice to you and you eat it in that form. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, great. That's part one. So now we'll move on to part two, which is adult picky eating. So most of this is from a study where they conducted this picky eating whole experiment on college age students, but just classify them as adults here. So, this study has two parts. So, how picky eating relates to the first one is dietary consumption. And second Mm -hmm. one is psychosocial outcomes. Okay, so we'll start with the relationship between picky eating and dietary consumption. Mm -hmm. So, do you eat enough fiber and vegetables? That's the first question. No, I I don't (laughs) think so. Uh, I think so. I try to. At least every meal have a bit of vegetables. Yeah. Okay, so this study found that picky eaters ate significantly less fiber and vegetables, which I think totally tracks in our demographic where low, medium, high um, corresponds with the intake of fiber and vegetables. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's basically it for dietary consumption. Everything else was a bit boring. So anyway, (laughs) the next thing that we'll go into is psychosocial outcomes. There were quite a few, but I'm just going to go through some. So the first thing that I'll ask is, is picky eating a part of your identity? So does it come up often in conversation or Um, um, anything like that? For me, for sure. Like, my family will be like, yeah, she's such a picky eater. I'm the kind who's like, okay to eat the same thing and I can eat it consecutively. That's me. Um, I wouldn't say it comes up in conversations a lot. It comes up in conversations about food. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, just not Korean because Korean has lots of onions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so again, I would say it's like middle. It's like which is fine, okay? Which is fine. You yeah. are the medium of the picky eater scale, so it's yeah, fine exactly, that you are medium. Okay, so this one I'm is a bit... very disturbed by how accurate it is. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty accurate. This one is a bit like, duh, but the paper says picky eating behaviors were positively correlated with picky eating identity. So generally, it will come up more and it will be more part of your identity if you are a picky eater and if you're not, yeah. Yeah, just I don't feel ashamed of it no 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 it's not (laughs) a shame thing it's just that it comes up you know (laughs) yeah as in I think because you don't feel shame about it that's why you are willing to bring it up yeah you know yeah and and all the more I do because like somebody will be like wanting to eat this and I'm like yeah don't eat this can you order something else (laughs) and I feel a bit bad but I will like try to squeeze my way because I really don't want to eat something else (laughs) yeah Okay, great. So like the last set of things that I'll go into is social phobia. So this is one of the Mm -hmm. psychosocial outcomes that they tested in this study. 
So this paper, okay, I'm going to throw a bit of shade, but it did not state the exact questions that they used from the survey, or at least I couldn't right. find it in the full text or supplementary material. And right. do you really expect me to look further? I feel like I downloaded the supplementary material and if it's not there, it's not a good paper. Should have went to the clinical trials website, Amanda. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, I found the original paper that they cited, which had the okay. original 20 questions, but they said in the methods that they modified it to be a bit more food-related. Mm. So I kind of used my better judgment and came up with the questions based on the survey. So I think it's too complicated to rate 1 to 5, so you can just answer these questions yes, no, or neutral. Okay. okay. And this is the part that I want you guys to keep track because there are 7 questions total. Okay. Okay. Because it's um, social phobia, so you just assume that it's in a general setting, I guess. Does okay. that make sense? So if, if it says like in front of people, just assume that you don't know the people. Okay. It's not like in a friends or family kind of environment. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay, number one. I become anxious if I have to eat in front of people. So yes, no, neutral. No. Okay. Dorothy? Is that a tough Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like typing in our Google Docs and assuming they are reading, but I realized that listeners cannot see our Google Docs. <laughs> I typed okay. an N, so that's a no. <laughs> okay, next. I get nervous that people are staring at me eat. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. I would get tense if I had to eat facing other people. No. No. Okay. I would find it difficult to eat something if in a group of people. No. no. Okay, it's fine. Don't have to get so angry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm so confused. That, like, what's the purpose of these questions? Just but, okay. answer them, okay? It's for scientific yes. purposes. <laughs> in my shoddy experiment that I came up with just now. Okay, okay, okay. It would make me self-conscious to eat in front of a stranger at a restaurant. Mm, so imagine up. the person sitting across you. I'm just no, very confused. I like, am I alone? Yes. Because that's a very big thing to me. Am I alone in all of this? Like, I cannot eat alone. <laughs> I think for the sake of this experiment, you should assume yes. Okay, I'm alone. Yes, then I would be conscious eating in front of a stranger at a restaurant. Okay, I would get tense if I had to carry a tray across a crowded cafeteria. Yes, I will mumble to myself, actually. Like, I'll be like... And then if I'm going to bang someone, I'll just be like, oops. And I'll be like, ah! <laughs> I'll make weird noises that people cannot hear. <laughs> yeah, I would be nervous also because yeah, I'm scared that I'll bang into people. Okay, the last one is I get tense when I eat in front of other people. Isn't that the same as... Wait, yeah, it's an... Oh, wait. No, one of... It, it just now was facing other people. No, the first one. So, I become anxious. Oh, the first one. I, to... I don't know, tense, anxious. It, it wasn't the question. Oh. <laughs> I just changed all oh, the no. things to like eating because they said they chose seven questions and mm. they chose... They changed okay. it to like eating scenarios. Okay. Okay. Oh, you, you guys answered so no for both of you? Yeah. Uh, now I'm confused because I have to think of it as when I'm eating by myself. Yes. Okay. You can I go might have everything. to change my answers in the start. Okay, you can. Okay, we'll let Dorothy change some answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so Chowing, I guess for you, you can total up how many no's, yes, or mediums, neutrals, I guess, that you have. Uh, I have six no's, one yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're laughing because <laughs> upon thinking of this, all my answers are yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so I guess I'll, I'll just give everyone the breakdown for my answers. My answers to all of this are no because honestly, oh. the food is the priority and I don't really care about oh, everything so else. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have me who is no to everything. Chao Yong who is no to six questions and yes to one question. Yes to one, yeah. And we have Dorothy who is yes to everything. <laughs> Okay, so if you don't remember, I'm low picky eater, Zhao Yong is medium, and Dorothy is high. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this paper says picky eating is associated with greater levels of social phobia, specifically in food-related situations. Oh. Yeah, so the paper also reports that picky eating is associated with overall and situational distress. So the situational distress is mostly to do with eating. So I think the questionnaire was like eating and food scenarios. Mm-hmm. And... Picky eating was also associated with a lower quality of life. So quality of life looks into everything. So like mental, physical, emotional, that kind of thing. So I think that's I've come to the end of my questionnaire and getting mm-hmm. to know yourself and how you fall into the picky eating population. So yeah, I don't know what do y'all think. I know Dorothy's a bit like she looks very conflicted now. (laughs) But I just feel like all my answers are yes, more like because I cannot eat alone because I'm just Uh socially awkward like that. Like I feel like people will judge me rather than because people judge me for my food. I feel like this is the only area you're socially awkward in though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm okay. I think I would be like 90% okay with people looking at me. Like, <laughs> like I just pick out my onions in front of people and my target. I just do whatever I want. <laughs> but like, if I'm alone, then it's different. As in, it, it's a bit conflicting to me because I'm like, people who are usually more picky eaters take a big part of it as their identity. Then why would they be socially anxious, you know, when they eat alone and stuff? Yeah, that's true. It's conflicting. But then I don't know if they mm. specify whether it's alone and all that. So, yeah. But I, I think right. it's difficult because like, generally, I, I think you're more honest, I mean, about like, your reaction when you are alone versus when you are in, a, in the comfort of other people, which is why true. that's, yeah. where I came from true yeah okay. so I feel like it might confound if you're around friends or like family or yes, whatever yes. yeah mm. so okay yes. yeah so I, th- I thought it was quite interesting that there's like all these like I, I didn't know people actually like studied picky eating but apparently they do yeah so yeah I, I learned quite a lot in like all this so um, we'll link all the articles in the description. So if you want to read it mm. and check it out, then you can just read it. Yeah, and I think for this study especially, I guess for our listeners, you know, correlation is not causation. So that means that all these things, there's a pattern, but that doesn't mean that one causes the other or the other causes one. What am I saying? Yes. That makes sense, right? Yes, it okay. does, it does. <laughs> we always say this correlation is not causation. So it's very important to make that distinction. Yes. Yeah, I guess... I guess picky eating is actually quite interesting to study because it will determine your health to a certain mm. extent in the yes. future. So I guess it's it's something important and like mm. maybe for parents you would be a bit concerned or so. Mm. But yeah, I would like to thank Amanda for making this a fun one. I wasn't expecting this random questionnaire. So <laughs> thank you for that. No worries. I, I was just very I once I got into it I I couldn't so stop. Passionate. So. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I, I just wanted to find out about y'all because I was like, ah, it's no, 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 no. Everything's no for me. Like so I can't, can't like, can't is this even going to be fun? 
<laughs> yeah, I could understand. So yeah. I hope y'all enjoyed that. And I hope y'all learned something yes. about picky eating. I've learned that I'm way more broken than I realized. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a bit no, kidding, worried kidding, about the psychosocial <laughs> If y'all want to wait, I can find it now. Nah, I'm good. And as usual, <laughs> follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. A like and a comment would really help us out. You can also follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Feel free to DM us any questions. Alternatively, you can email us at thelabdoctors at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you. Bye.